Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 932. Life is a gift and it's up to you to shape it. And business goes up and down. It's your job to bring it up again and again. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to be in a very special place today at the Porsche Classic Facility in Stuttgart, Germany, and to introduce today's very special guest, Uwe Makrutski. Uwe, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, I'm ready. All right. Uwe Makrutski is the manager of factory restorations at Porsche Classic in Stuttgart, Germany. He has 36 years of experience with Porsche, including 17 years as a technician in a Porsche Center, 13 years as a sales manager at a Porsche Center, and he's been a manager of the Porsche Classic since 2014. At the Porsche Classic Center, they repair and perform factory restorations on classic Porsche automobiles using genuine Porsche parts. They have an enormously talented team of craftsmen who meticulously care for classic Porsches, ensuring their heritage and parts match those used in the original builds. Over 70% of Porsche vehicles ever built are still on the road today. Uwe and his team make sure it stays that way using only quality made-in-Germany parts with access to over 52,000 parts from over 1,000 classic suppliers. What a fun place to spend a day. So Uwe, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career and a very obvious passion for Porsches? Yes, as you already said, a big part of my life is Porsche because uh, from my first day I started working, I worked for Porsche. So my father uh, was a car mechanic as well. He worked already 50 years for Volkswagen. Wow. So when, when I was a young boy, he took me with him in his workshop. So I saw all this these fantastic cars, and he was sitting me on within the cars on the driver's seat during he was working on the cars. So when I was a, a young boy, I was sitting in so many fantastic cars and uh, was watching my father uh, while he was repairing cars, and this was so fantastic for me. So cars, from the first day I was able to walk, <laughs> was my world. Ah, oh, yes. wunderbar. I, you know, this is so much fun, and to have your father work for VW, of course, kind of the uh, the grandfather of Porsche, if you will, and where that mark came from. So it's so cool that you've carried on that family legacy. Well, as we continue on your life's journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of a saying that is very important to you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Uwe, take the wheel. So, my success mantra is, for example, everything is hard before it's easy. Mm. And the second one, perhaps, is learning is never-ending. If you stop learning you stop improving yourself. These both 
success mantras. This, yes, this, these are mine. Oh, you know, these are wonderful and they're very important, I would assume, when it comes to restoring and caring for these old Porsches. So how have you integrated those wonderful mantras into what you do there at Porsche Classic? As you know, restoring a car, especially a Porsche, um, within its 100% original state, like it left the factory, is a challenge every day and every detail. So very often you come to, the, to a point, so you need a solution, you have a problem. You, you, it's, it's very, very, very hard to solve this problem. I, I always say never stop, never give up. There is a solution. There is a way uh, to move on. Yes, learning, learning every day, perhaps not really every day, but don't stop learning. There are often new things you never know. You didn't know, and yes, this, this is the thing. I would imagine there's a great added pressure being a restoration facility for Porsche at the Porsche factory, because there's a lot of people that restore Porsches that have great talent with Porsches. I've had many of them as guests here on the show, including John Wilhoyt, who you know as well, is a wonderful restoration expert when it comes to 356s and early 911s. But I would think that the pressure for you guys to do the job absolutely perfect and spot on is added because you are Porsche. So are there many times that you're surprised when a car comes in and you start taking it apart and restoring it that you go, what's going on here? Yes, this is absolutely right what you are saying. We have the pressure because we are the factory. So John, for example, John Wilhoyt, and I must say, he's an absolutely professional. I saw many cars of him, and he is really, really, uh, definitely professional uh, guy, and his, the results, the cars, also perfect. Yes. But there must be a little, a little difference between the factory and all other guys who, res- who are restoring cars. Yes. Perhaps it's the 100% originality. So we have, for example, we have the original drawings um, from the production line. Mm. We have the original special tools. And as well, we have the guys, the guys who already worked on the production line. Mm. So when they were young, they assembled this, the cars and now they are restoring them. <laughs> so this knowledge and this experience from from the past, it's something you can't buy. Money can't buy. Yes, absolutely. And one more thing is is we we use every day is the historic archive. Mm. So Dieter Landenberger, uh, unfortunately, isn't now. Uh, he changed. He moved to to Volkswagen to Wolfsburg. Ah. So he was a very 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 important colleague um, for, um, for giving us information, detailed information. Fortunately, um, Jens Torner, one staff of him, is also a professional guy, and now he's the, he is, so he replaced um, Dieter Landenberg at the moment, um, the historic archive, so we are able to get informations. Another guy, an external guy, is not able to. Uh, so this is, this is our advantage, I think. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I've had the great privilege of visiting the Porsche factory 
many times, and touring your classic facility is a, a great honor. And the amount of information that you have there is just mind blowing. And for a Porsche fanatic like myself, it's just, I don't want to leave. I just want to stay there forever. It's just so cool. <laughs> Well, let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Now, you shared that wonderful story of your father taking you to the Volkswagen factory and sitting you in a car as he worked on those. Fantastic memories. But is there a pivotal moment in your life you can remember when you knew that you were a lifelong Porsche guy? Yes. uh, So the company my father worked um, was a company. They repaired um, Volkswagen, mm-hmm. Audi, and Porsche. Ah! So during I I was with my father in the in the Volkswagen workshop. So I walked through the next workshop. And this was the Porsche workshop. Ah! And of course, um, when I recognized when I saw these cars, they were absolutely different. So Volkswagen was a Volkswagen was just a car. Yeah. And one. Uh, and the next workshop, the Porsche workshop, a 911, a 356, this was very special. So, so for me, this was amazing. This was another kind of cars. So I was, I, I, yeah, for me, this was very special. And I asked a thousand times my father, what are these for cars? They look so different. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, of course, he, he told me, these are fast cars, expensive cars, special cars. Yes. Um, don't touch. <laughs> yeah. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. We are not allowed. You, you sit in this, in this Beetle. Yes. In, yeah. this, uh, in this bus, everything is okay, but not in this. Not yeah. Less, don't not touch the, don't touch the Porsches. Oh, what fun for a little child. That must have been fantastic. Well, Uwe, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and have you share with us a great challenge that you've faced or maybe even a big failure that you face. But the most important part of these things that we encounter in our lives is what they teach us. So no doubt through all your many years, you've encountered some of these situations. Take us to one, walk us through it, and then tell us how that experience helped you move forward in your career, in your life? So also one of my biggest challenges uh, was undoubtedly the divorce of my first marriage. Oh, yeah. Um, during this time, I lost my children, my house, my home. Uh. So I lost everything. Yeah. And this was, I think, definitely the lowest point of my life. Mm-hmm. So during this time, I had no prospect or recovery. Mm. So, but yes, the only thing, that was left over was my job with Porsche ah, at that time. Yes. So, and I started to work even more. Every morning I was, I was the first who entered the workshop and every evening I was the last one who left mm. the workshop. Yeah. So during this time, I had no time for thinking yes. of the bad situation. Yeah. And from day to day, my mind was changing from, from, from desperation into hope and confidence. Oh, nice. So, so and then in, in 2002, I met my today's wife. Oh. <laughs> and, and, of, and of course, within a Porsche center. Oh, how fun. She, she, she worked there as well. Yes, I met her and it makes boom. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and from this moment on, 
my, li my life started a magnificent comeback mm. and the level of happiness climbed up into new dimensions. So, yes. so my lessons learned was never give up. Life is so valuable and a gift from God. So every single day is, is unique and just once. Oh, you know, I appreciate you sharing a very personal time of your life with us today. I've had many guests here on Cars Yahoo who have been devastated by divorce and everything that that brings and everything that that takes away from you. And, you know, you shared a very important thing. When you go through a great challenge in life where you feel desperate, find something of passion to focus on. Because out of that will arise, like a phoenix from the fire, uh, something new and something different. And I love the story. I'm so happy that it came out with a happy ending. That's very, very nice and uh, uh, really, really happy for you. So uh, great lesson for us out there and for those folks who might be going through a challenge in their life right now. Uh, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career or lifetime aha moment. It's a time when those headlights come on and kind of illuminate a new path for you to head down. Tell us about your aha moment. So I would, I want to say also in 2002, there was another special moment. So business-wise, there was a bad commercial crisis. The years before, I developed my business division and turnover, profit, and everything were growing higher and higher. Mm -hmm. It was a very success, successful time, and everything runs smooth, perfect. I was happy. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, suddenly, uh, when this crisis came, it feels like a full breaking. Yes. From day to day, there were less and less customer requests and less and less customer orders. Mm. On profit, profit was changing into losses. And of course, the members of the board, um, then I earned no more compliments. Yes. I, I <laughs> yeah. earned doubts and pressure. Yes. Also, the mood from my stuff be, became more and more worse. Yes. And this is not really helpful. Yes. So for me, it was very, very important to motivate them day per day to doing a perfect job. And then they, they should believe that we need it's, it's just a matter of time. Yes. If we uh, keep on working in a, in a good job, so we will earn a success at the end. Yes. And, af and after all, we, su we survived. The commercial crisis was over one day. Yeah. And the big show <laughs> went on. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is such an important thing, and especially for young people, because these outside forces that happen throughout the world in economics – uh, downturns, recessions, uh, of course, the United States and, of course, the world went through a huge one in 07 and 08. I've been around as long as you have, Uwe, and so you and I together have seen this happen in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. I mean, these cycles come and go. And my takeaway from your lesson is you just have to keep plowing ahead. You have to keep working very hard and keep your spirits up. And if you're a manager or a director, You've got to keep your employees motivated in some way to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. This is not forever, and we will get through this. And sometimes it means restructuring, reorganizing, people doing things that they haven't normally done to help out. But yeah, it's definitely a challenging time, and I've had many guests here go through those times and almost destroy their businesses and their lives. But uh, there always is a light at the end of the tunnel. That's the lesson there. 
How about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've been very proud. You've made very many people happy through either caring for Porsches, selling Porsches, or restoring their prized jewels, their older Porsches. Is there one that stands out you could share with us? So, fortunately, during the 36 years, there were a couple of proud business moments. But I think at the moment um, today, there is in 2016, um, there's a very special moment because we restored um, the 911 2.5 ST who won Le Mans Ooh. with Jürgen Barth. And this, as you know, a 2.5 ST is a very, very special car yes. because only less units um, in a very, very special setup and, 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 and configuration. And so the documents about this cars uh, also the as well the historic archive they they didn't found the documents so i asked jürgen bart uh, because he drove the car and he i, I invited him to the class, classic factory restoration and and he visited me and fortunately he brought me some very very important documents and this was I think very, very important for restoring this car with the 100% original specification while this car was racing Le Mans. Mm -hmm. And when we displayed this car in Essen in the, in the, in the fair, it's, uh, you're in the, one of the most famous fair in Europe. Yes. So there were many, many, many experts. I think the best experts from Europe and of course, they examined this car very, very preciously. So, and I didn't know 100% if they also are, are satisfied with the result or if they will find some faults, very, very bad faults. Mm -hmm. So at the end, it was successful. Their assessment was throughout positive and full of appreciation. Uh, and for me, this was a very, very emotional moment, full of pride, full of pride, yes. Uh, now, that's the 1972, the yellow ST? Is that, yes, am I yes, think, yes, thinking yes, of the right car? Yes. Oh, yes, that car is absolutely magnificent. And, and I have a special place in my heart for the, the 72 Porsche because I, I once owned a 1972 911S. That was oh. a, a wonderful car. I had it for many years. Both my kids learned how to drive manual stick shift transmissions in that car. Uh, when they were teenagers, we used it on many rallies and tours. But that car you guys restored, or is that car uh, live in Switzerland now? Yes, you know? yes. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I, I know the car very well. So, ah, oh, what a wonderful project to be able to part of. And then, of course, to be so proud of the achievements and the scrutiny that I'm sure as they were looking over that car, there was a little bead of sweat forming on your brow. It's <laughs> just thinking, oh, man. Uh, but, you know, you guys know what you're doing. So uh, I would have had all the faith in the world in you. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back into your history. I would love for you to share your first really special car with us. What was that car? My, my first really special car was my very first car. So you can imagine that in the age of 18, my, my, my budget was not really phenomenal. Yeah, yes, no money, but a, lo a lot of wishes. Yes. So due to this, my first car was a Volkswagen Beetle 1200. Ah, nice. 
Yes, so 34 horsepower, maximum speed 75 miles per hour. <laughs> not really a thriller. Not really a thriller. Yeah. So, and then I started to transform it. So uh, I, ch- I changed the engine. I, I, I took a, um, a two-liter engine from a, from a, a Type 2 bus. Ooh. I, I, I fixed uh, front disc brakes, uh, front spoiler bumper, white chrome wheels, uh, ex- extremely low chassis, um, sport type um, steering wheel, bucket seats, and one very special feature, um, a 911 Carrera tail wing. <laughs> no kidding. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yes. So, so, so there were two parties. Uh-huh. The most, the most laughed and mocked me, but uh, <laughs> some some guys are also very impressed that some that 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 I'm so crazy uh, to, to 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 fix and and carry and, and Porsche a Porsche 911 Carrera tailwing on yeah. a Beetle on a Beetle <laughs> for, for yes yes oh how fun how fun well you and I share something Uve when I was a teenager I bought a, a 1967 Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. And since I couldn't afford a Porsche, which is what I really wanted, I called that car my poor man's Porsche. And I did the same things. I uh, took the motor out. It was a 1600 and turned it into a 2110, you know, beefed up that motor, put uh, wider chrome wheels and lowered it and special bucket seats. And I painted it a combination of Porsche Guards Red and Porsche Signal Orange. I mixed the two Ooh. colors, 50-50, and we sprayed it in a friend's garage. His mother got very angry with us because we got overspray on her washer and dryer in the garage. <laughs> and uh, But it turned out very, very nice for, you know, first time painting a car, a few runs here and there, but uh, we, we sanded those out. But, uh, yes, yeah, so I share your passion with uh, early Volkswagens when we were both teenagers, so... Very nice story. Well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage? There is one. There is one. And I'm always, I am, this is coming in my mind. I'm very sad because 1992, I bought my very, very first Porsche. Mm. And it was a a 911 SC 3.0 model year 1981. Nice. Um, the color color was chrome uh, uh, white, uh-huh. and and now the best thing, yes, it had a Carrera tail wing, similar like my first Beetle. <laughs> okay, but, but now the story was different because now the tail wing was okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because it was a Porsche 911. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, and, and this car. And this car, I, I yes, I, I pushed this car in a really amazing condition because every single three minutes, I, I was improving my Porsche 911. It was every free time. I love to only sit on a chair and have a look on it. Uh. One hour, two hours, perhaps, <laughs> hearing music, eating something, and watching my car. Uh. It was absolutely famous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I understand. I had an 84 Cabriolet Porsche 911, a Carrera, uh, that oh. I, was just a wonderful car. In fact, it was a German spec car, so in those days they would call it a gray market car for the United States. 
but I bought it from the original owner and uh, really enjoyed that car living in Southern California with the top down, drove it to work every day. It was platinum, if you remember that color, uh, with a cho- yes, 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 yes. chocolate brown interior with sports seats and a chocolate brown top. It lowered. It was a wonderful car. Ah, yeah, I do miss that one for sure. Well, I would love for you to talk more with our listeners about what you're doing there at Porsche Classic. Maybe some of the cars you're working on, some of the many things that you can provide a customer who brings his old Porsche into you and leaves it in your care to have it meticulously restored. So tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing there at Porsche Classic. So we are in a comfortable situation that we have requests from all over the world because there's only one department, only one factory, and the world is big, you know. Yes, yes. (laughs) And so many countries, so many cultures, and so many special Porsches. Um, so we, what, what we do is a kind of cherry picking. It's normal that we do not restore one 356B after the other. Mm. So we try to take special cars. So the, the, the last car we delivered um, was the blue 356B Carrera 2 convertible mm. with a hardtop within an electrical sunroof. Wow, this this car was absolute unique, and, uh, and the car uh, was sold into the U.S. David McNeil is the the owner. Yes, I think you know him. Yeah, of uh, the uh, yes. Weather Shield company, WeatherTech, WeatherTech yes, company. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. Yes, and so our project team. So we we checked uh, we, every day. We check the the requests, and of course um, we have no, we have only less capacity. So we deliver. Two, maximum three cars per year back to the customer. Wow. So, yes, this, uh, this department, they're working 20 guys, just 20 guys. Wow, wow. And, and, and a restoration, uh, a full restoration takes two up to three or sometimes four years. Yes. So it depends on the, which car is it. Um, if, the, if it's in Carrera, for example, you, you basically need more time, mm-hmm. more efforts, because uh, the, the availability from the spare parts of, of Carrera cars is very, it's hard to get them. And so you, you waste time for searching parts you need um, uh, or yeah. re, reproduce them. Many parts we we re- reproduce by ourselves. We have the tools, we have the the drawings, and the guys who are able to do this. But it takes time. Yes, a lot of time. Yes, yes. Oh wow, wow. Well, it's absolutely spectacular. I'll encourage the listeners here to go to Uve's Cars Yeah show notes page. I'll put a link to the website they have there. You can look at some of the many beautiful cars and learn a little bit more about the facility and all the wonderful things they do and. Let me ask you this. I know that I was able to visit the facility there, but if people come to the Porsche factory for a tour, do you guys also open your facility for people to visit? Just for very special guests. Yes. So, for example, if the board um, invites someone or some some uh, guy who is famous, 
So mm-hmm. anyway, he, this is his ticket. Yes, <laughs> this is be fa- being famous is his ticket to to visit Porsche Classic. Ah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm very it's honored. Not so easy. No, I know, I know, and I'm very honored to say I've been there and enjoyed a visit. So I don't know how the heck they open the doors to me because I'm not very famous or fancy. But uh, I. Yes, but for about. Of course, you're, for you, we'll open the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I feel very special today. That's very kind of you. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Uwe. If you were an automobile, what kind of car would you be and why? So, of course, I, I would be a Porsche. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now, the very interesting question is, which type? Which yeah. type? Yes. So, probably, I would be a Panamera. Ooh. Because a Panamera has also traditional features like a 928. Mm-hmm. Um, he is reliable, flexible, as well as comfortable, as well as very fast and safe. Safe, very safe. Oh, very well so, said. And, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything you need, everything you need. Everything. <laughs> no compromise. Oh, I love it, Uwe. That is very well thought through. Thank you for that. Well, Uwe, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Well, we're into December now, and the holidays are here. And if you have an automotive enthusiast on your list that's hard to buy for, get them a Covercraft gift card. They can go and order anything they want from the Covercraft website. All sorts of things are there, including car covers, dash covers, seat covers, sunscreens, front-end protection, floor mats, canine covers, work truck, power sports covers. There's everything there for the automotive enthusiast to take care of their special vehicles. I've been a Covercraft user since 1975. That's right. All the way back to high school. So go to Covercraft.com, click on the gift card button, order it in any denomination you'd like. You can put it in the mail. They'll ship it for you. Stick it in a stocking and you'll make somebody very happy. That's Covercraft.com. Covercraft gift cards at Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, You'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Bay, we are back, and we're entering the last lap. We're out there at the test track at Porsche, uh, having some fun driving around, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Treat your car like a human, like a friend. Ah, very nice. Yes, I can assure you that's exactly what I do. Some people say I treat my car better than I treat myself. So 
Absolutely. (laughs) Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I'm very punctual, loyal, hardworking, sensitive, and not everybody's darling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, very German, I think, you know, Uh, (laughs) I think that fits very, very nicely. Uh, I've met so many wonderful people in Germany. Everybody has been absolutely fantastic. So I think that's a, a great tribute to your professionalism, I should say, and your personality. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would enjoy? This could be a website they should go to, a supplier, some kind of blog, or something that you find of interest. Yes. Uh, so I want to recommend our homepage, um, Porsche.com slash classic. There you find any information, what we are doing, what we are offering, everything. Ah, it's a great website too. It's so much fun. Plan to spend a little bit of time there because there are a lot of cool things to look at, especially if you're a Porsche enthusiast like Uwe and I are. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? <laughs> this would be very Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, my gosh. That would be uh, pretty darn special. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? Yes, yes. And so this is uh, brand new. Um, it's the book about the restore, uh, the, the restoring of the Porsche 911 ST, the, the yellow 2.5. Yes. The book is from Thomas Imhoff. Perfect. Well, I will make sure that I put a link to that book on Uwe's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website so that you can go and click and get your hands on that book. This show is after Christmas, but maybe I could write Santa Claus and say, hey, you missed one one item, pal. Uh, you need to bring me that book because uh, I want to get my hands on that and uh, learn more about that car because it is such a special car. All right, Uwe, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I am going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. If it's in the Porsche Museum, I'm going to drive it right out and right over to your garage. If it's somewhere else, I'm going to get it for you. So money is no problem here. So don't worry about that. What would that vehicle be and why? Uh, This is very emotional. Um, This car (laughs) would be my father's Volkswagen 412 LE variant uh, station wagon. Oh. Um, Because... Yes, we are. We were um, five boys, and, and on Sundays we made wonderful family trips. Mm. And together with my four brothers and my dear parents, parents, we experienced priceless George's moments in this in this Volkswagen 412 LE. <laughs> this was so great, and <laughs> and yes, this is so so emotional. This car. Yeah. Yes, perhaps I could bring this this time back? Uh, You know, this is a really wonderful way to answer this question because many people will say a Ferrari GTO or a Porsche 917 or an RSK60 or something like that. But cars are such a part of people's lives and and it's always about the people. It always goes back to the people. Now that that special edition, or that edition, the 412 LE, was a car that really never came over here to the United States. So I think a lot of my U.S. listeners might want to Google that car and look it up. It 
It was a very interesting looking car. It had uh, interesting taillights that were kind of way down by the bumper, if I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it had these these slits that went all the way down under the rear back windows of that station wagon that were kind of cool, kind of racy looking. But uh, in the, the way the headlights, the headlights almost remind me of an of a Chevrolet Corvair, the way the headlights were under the front lip of the hood. So if I've got the car right, and I think I do, but ah, wonderful. Well, that shouldn't be too much of a problem. <laughs> what color would you like that 412 to be? It was a, a silver blue. Silver blue. So, so, uh, uh, yes, yes. Okay, awesome. Well, I will get to work. Um, I'll bring that over there. We can tour Europe together in that car and uh, bring back. You can tell me all about the family memories of you and your brothers and, and siblings in that car. Uh, you can take me over all over Germany and show me the sights. I think that would be very fun. Well, Uwe, you have taken me on a great ride today. I have so enjoyed spending time with you today. This Classic Center is absolutely fantastic, a place I would never want to leave. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Car Show listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off down the Autobahn in that Volkswagen 412 LE variant station wagon? So um, two of them. Uh, the first, for me, life is a gift, and it's up to you to shape it. <laughs> yes. And the second one is, Business goes up and down. It's your job to bring it up again and again. Ah, wonderful words of advice. Uh, so poignant. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Porsche Classic? So we, we are very often, we exhibition our latest projects on the most important fairs in Europe. Unfortunately, not in the U.S. Um, so... Um, but the plan is, so you know the one Porsche drive in Atlanta? Yes, yes. So Ray Schaefer, for example, is one of my colleagues. Yes. And we want to, in the future, we are planning to do common projects. Oh. So that's, so yes, so that we, we are closer to the U.S. So my colleagues in, in, at Atlanta, so they have the contact to the U.S. guys. And so and if we will work together in the future, perhaps we are able to display cars, restored cars as well in the U.S. Um, These this are our plannings. Oh, you know, I'm so excited. Ray Schaefer is a good friend of mine. He's been a guest here on Cars, yeah. So shout out to Ray. Oh. And uh, the new facility there in Atlanta, and there's one in, the, in Los Angeles now uh, where Porsche has the wonderful facilities. I'm so excited to hear that you're going to be collaborating with Porsche One Center and Ray because uh, it's a great place, great people, and Ray is a great guy. So I'm very excited. And uh, any chance that we'll see you at Rensport next year? Do you think you could make it over here to the uh, California, to the Rensport reunion? For sure, for sure, 100%. All right. Well, we, will be there. you and I will sit down and have a beer together and a brats. I think that will be very, very fun. I'll be there as well. Well, listeners, Again, you can find links to everything that Uwe has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just type in Uwe, U-W-E is how you spell his first name, and his last name is spelled M-A-K-R-U-T-Z-K-I, or just type Uwe, U-W-E in the search bar, and his page will pop right up. Check out the Porsche Classic Center. You're going to be blown away at the kind of projects that they build there. Uwe, thank you for being so generous today. Guten 
for uh, being my friend today and spending time with me here. This has been a wonderful, wonderful discussion. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you also very much. (laughs) You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.